Welcome to the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where personal finance is about the person, not the numbers, and budget isn't a four-letter word anymore. Here's your co-host and certified professional financial coach, Jilly Manuel. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Fiscal Fitness Podcast. This is your host, Jill Emanuel. I'm the lead financial coach with Fiscal Fitness Phoenix. And welcome back to the show, you guys. My goodness, we are in a whole new world. So anyone that is catching this on replay, this podcast was recorded in March of 2020. This is about a week after... uh, the the world began to change. Let's just say that where we got more news about the coronavirus COVID-19 outbreak, it really started hitting the United States about 10 or 12 days ago where it really started becoming big, big news. Um, the physical fitness team, we were actually on a team retreat in San Diego on Friday, and that was on Friday the 13th of March. And that's kind of when the world just started exploding around us. It felt like almost by the hour, the world as we knew it was changing. We were getting news updates every, you know, 60 minutes or so with with one thing closing after another and news of new outbreaks and warnings about travel and what we thought was going to be a really fun, awesome team getaway um, turned into something that just felt, uh, you know, looking back on it, it was great to see the team together. And it was also just a bit of a haze of those couple of days. It was all a bit of a blur because we were just really trying to figure out what was happening around us and really get our bearings on how we wanted to show up during this time, what we were going to need to do as a team to really support the world and our community, because we could see that this was going to have very big and impactful financial um, outfall from what was coming our way. So here we are now, it is March 23rd. And so it's been, like I said, about 10, 11 days since we really started seeing all of the changes here in the United States. And I know for many of you, you know, your world is probably looking very differently than it was a mere week or so ago. Many of us are, you know, home with our kids. They're with us all day long rather than being in school. We're working from home. I feel very blessed that I've been working remotely for years now. So this is not a change for me, but yet it is a change to not be out in the world and interacting and running errands and going to networking meetings. And for those of you who've been in the office and seeing your team and having regular human interaction every day, being transitioned to working from home is a really big challenge right now, especially while you are expected to also maybe parent young children or even older children who have homework and things that they're supposed to be keeping up on. Um, It is just a very different time. And so I really wanted to record this today because I believe that we're, we're in a very strange time in life, right? We did not see this coming. We were not prepared for this, whether we're talking financially prepared, mentally prepared, emotionally and energetically prepared, whether we're talking about being prepared with having enough toilet paper on hand. Um, none of us knew that life was going to look like this right now. And 
I, I think the last week, even for myself, I felt very much in a daze, really trying to get my bearings for what was happening, what was coming, what I needed to do for myself, for my family, um, to be as best prepared as we could, and just to mentally kind of figure out how to deal with everything that was going on. And I do see this with clients. I see this with people certainly posting on social media, the bombardment of noise that's all around us with people just um, trying to figure out what their life is going to look like this week or next week or next month, because we really just don't know. And I think that when we're stuck with so much uncertainty and where things just feel very out of our control, it's really easy to get sucked up into that worry or to feel as if we just have to put everything on hold until this all blows over. We, you know, don't want to move forward with anything. We don't feel very motivated to tackle new things. We feel like we're in this holding pattern And I really believe that that's probably one of the very worst things that we can do right now is to not be taking action in one way or another. So especially when we talk about morale during a time of crisis or during a time of uncertainty, like we really should be trying to choose or really actively decide what it is that we want to get out of this time, because we are given that choice. We can choose to look back on this period and say, oh my gosh, this month or three months or six months, we don't know how long it's going to be, but this time of the COVID-19 breakout, I binge watched Netflix and life was pure chaos. We were in survival mode. We ate hot Cheetos and got all out of shape. And now it's time to like start working out again when all of it's over with. We could say that like that is one choice that we could make or we can choose to make the most of the situation, right? We can choose to find something productive to tackle even though this is not the most ideal situation. Um, So I think one question for you to really ask yourself, and I, I would ponder this, I would write this down, think about it, journal about it, talk to your spouse or whomever it is that you just happen to be in quarantine with and say, what would make me really proud to say that I did during the COVID-19 outbreak? What would you be really proud that you spent your time doing when you could not do life as you normally would. I think that's a really good thing to just look at and start to brainstorm or start to write down some ideas and get clear on a way that you can be productive, okay? Because we might not be able to do all of the things we thought that we were going to be doing this month or next month. And so it's really good to reevaluate it and choose something new to focus our efforts on. Research really does prove that people who do not have something to do, they've looked at this in like retirees, that they when they stop working and they're stop, they're not productive any longer, they're not really contributing to society, that depression, stress, anxiety, all of those things start to increase when we no longer have something to focus our productive efforts on. And we as humans really do find so much more fulfillment when we have something to do. So when we are active, productive, when we've got something to show for our time, that's when we feel our best. And right now we're all kind of on lockdown. We're supposed to be social distancing, staying home. We're self-quarantining. We're not spreading any virus. And 
we can choose to make the most of this moment and find some ways to still be productive. So I wanted to just share a few ideas that I'm trying to adopt or that I've seen other clients saying that they're going to choose to use their time to do, or even people in our Facebook group are sharing some of the things that they're hoping to achieve during their time home. And I thought, hey, let's just get this out there. Let's talk about it. Let's share some ideas so that maybe you can choose something to focus your energy and efforts on as well. So that at the end of this, you can look back on it and say, hey, that was like a wild ride. Life was crazy. Oh my gosh. But wow, I'm actually really proud of what I accomplished during that time because I could have just chosen to do nothing. And instead, I got something done right? So be one of those people. I know that our community is largely composed of the people that want to be contributors, that want to be active, that want to be productive. And so here's a few ideas for you guys to keep you moving ahead in a very positive way. This will not only help you feel really proud when you're done, but I truly believe that it will help your stress levels and your feeling of fulfillment during this time when you're really stuck at home. So, um, one. Okay. So let's just dive into this. So number one on my list, um, decluttering. Okay, you guys, this is one that I personally am choosing that I'm going to tackle. I've been needing to do it for some time. Anyway, I really like to purge my house at least once a year and I am due it's spring cleaning time. Right? So I got online, I Googled and just typed in a 30 day decluttering challenge because I knew that other people out there were much more organized with this area than me, and there surely were challenges. And of course, there were dozens of them. So I found a 30-day decluttering challenge that I printed out so that I could just follow along. And she's got it organized by different rooms or tackling a different closet or a drawer or, you know, all these different categories. Let me see. I'm looking at it right now. Um, and gosh, it doesn't even say who this was from. It says 30 days to declutter your home. So the breakfast and dining table, clear off the table, find storage for anything that's there, the kitchen island or hutch. So to go through all of those items, figure out what's still in use, get rid of the things that aren't, declutter it, clean, organize. So it's broken down into 30 different areas throughout your house. Um, she has them numbered one through 30. And personally, I kind of like to just choose what I have the energy for or the time for each day. So I'm not going to put the pressure on myself to tackle them necessarily in the order that she has them down here, but rather to use it kind of like a bingo sheet where I'm going to just try to X out every one of these 30 things on here over the course of the next few weeks. So my goal is to knock all of them off, to feel like I've really worked my way through our house, that I've decluttered, gotten it organized, purged some things. That will make me feel very, very productive to have at least something small that I can think in my mind, I accomplished each day. Okay. So that is a great one. Another one is fitness or diet challenges. I've seen so many people posting and sharing about this. And I think what a great thing to challenge yourself to. I personally am someone who loves to go to the gym. So not being able to get out of the house and go to the gym to work out is hard. It feels really yucky to be stuck at home. I don't normally love the home workouts, but I am definitely going to be tackling some of those. So I've been really inspired seeing everyone 
posting in their Instagram stories with doing push-up challenges and sharing that. Um, I'm making a point to try to get outside and do a walk as long as we are allowed to. Um, that's been nice to get some fresh air. I'm going to start doing some of my at-home workout um, plans. So a few of, there are so many out there, you guys. So if you do not have a workout plan that you normally follow at home, um, Peloton, which is like the bicycle program at home, they actually have at home workout programs that are not just related to their bike. And right now they're doing a free, I don't know if it's month long or 90 day long. I haven't looked at it yet, but I've seen so many people sharing about that and how they're really great workouts, totally free because of the COVID-19 kind of lockdown that they're offering. So that is a great one for you to check out for free if you don't even want to spend anything on it. Um, I love one that's called the Betty Rocker. So instead of Betty Crocker, Betty Rocker, she's um, kind of fun, cute, has great at-home workouts, tons of them for free on her website. You can sign up for a 30-day challenge with her that's totally free, which I really liked doing that. I've done it a couple of times. Um, so she is a really fun one to follow along with. Beachbody, many of you have likely heard of Beachbody. They have some free access, some paid access, but it is on sale, I believe, right now. So you can get a discounted price. Um, the Fit Plan, so F-I-T Plan, Fit Plan app. So it's an app on your phone. It has dozens of different trainers, and you can follow along with their workout programs. They've got gym programs and home workout programs. And that is on sale, I believe, for about $50 for an annual membership right now. So it's on sale from the normal price. There are so many more, but these would be great things for you to do just to stay active, stay moving around. Of course, those endorphins make our bodies and minds feel so much better. So again, we really want to be doing everything we can to stave off some of the mental impact that we could be facing staying at home for so long. I've also seen other people posting. Sarah in our Facebook group posted that she is on Weight Watchers right now, and she's just waiting to like walk out in 30 days or so whenever this quarantine period is over and have her big reveal that she's lost a bunch of weight and she looks so great and feels wonderful. So focusing on your nutrition while you're at home, you might have more time to cook or meal plan than you did before. And so now is a great time to work on that. I've seen a bunch of other people doing the whole 30 challenge. Um, again, just another thing, you've got 30 days to try to focus on it. You're going to be at home. You won't be tempted with as much eating out likely. So this could be a great time to focus on your nutrition also. Um, learn something new. So this is a great time if you're stuck at home and maybe not working as much as normal or maybe not working at all. And I know that that's very stressful, but maybe you can learn a new skill, um, try to pick something up that you can try to monetize going forward. Maybe you are someone that has CEs that you're required to do for your licensure. You have to keep that up. And now is a good time since you're at home. Um, to just spend a little bit more time getting those CEs done and knocking them out so that you don't have to do them when you are even more busy um, going back to work. There are a ton of online classes and programs out right now, and a lot of companies are offering sales or special promos on them as an incentive for all of us that are homebound right now. So I do think if there's something that you've been toying with learning or entertaining the idea of, 
now is the time. Why not? What are you waiting for? Wouldn't it be great to come out of this and hit the ground running with a new skill that could help you in your career, in your job, just in your overall um, well-roundedness and fulfillment in life to say that you've completed. So I do think now is a really great time to tackle that new piece of learning that you've been putting off. Um, put your spending in check. So of course, at Fiscal Fitness, we're all about helping people figure out how to best use their money, how to feel in control of it and confident with what they're doing. And for some of you, you know, now we're kind of naturally going into a bit of our emergency budget where I'm seeing people kind of put spending on a lockdown, likely not having the same amount of expenditures as usual, especially if you are someone who's been impacted by a loss of job or loss of hours where your income is starting to go down, you likely are not going out to eat as much. No one's really traveling right now. There's so many expenses that are kind of on lockdown. And now could just be a fun time to, you know, challenge yourself. See if you could do a no spend day. I know that I've seen so many people post about this in some of the groups that I'm in that they you know, try to do at least one no spend day every week or a couple of no spend days every week. And I know I'm going to be honest in our household, we don't have too many of those. Like we do oftentimes have some sort of expense that comes up daily, whether it's going to the grocery store or ordering something on Amazon. But I think, gosh, now would be a really easy time to try to implement that and see how many no spend days could you do and make it a challenge or give yourself a reward if you reach your goal each week or at the end of the month. Um, so if you you know, need to put that in place. Of course, that's one thing, but you could also just challenge yourself to do so for fun and see how much you could save over this period of time. Cause that would be something you could be really proud of at the end. Another thing that you could do right now during this time is to volunteer or donate. So whether it is donating money, donating your time, donating your skills, you know, I have seen so many helpers coming out. And it is just such a beautiful thing that anytime that there's a tragedy or a challenge, you can look around and see the people who are the helpers and you could be one too. So ask yourself, what can you do to help? Is there anything that you can do? Maybe it's simply calling and checking in with an elderly neighbor or family member, seeing if there's anything that you can get for them at the grocery store. If you're running out to get groceries or run to the pharmacy for them, so that they can stay home and not be exposed. Um, maybe you are supporting your favorite local small businesses. Oh my gosh, you guys, they are really being hit hard. It is heartbreaking and tragic to hear how so many of these really you know, wonderful local small businesses are being hit already. And so anything that you can do to order food to go or buy a gift card that you can use later, those sorts of purchases, if you're able to do so, are just so beautiful to help these small businesses stay afloat. If you are someone who is talented at sewing, I am seeing people sharing patterns to make face, um, cloth face masks to send and donate to hospitals because they are running desperately low right now. So if you are someone that has that skill, which is definitely not me, I do not have that skill at all. I can so a button on that has fallen off of clothes, and that's about to the level of my skill when it comes to sewing. Um, but if you're someone that knows how to do that, 
reach out to your local hospital or local clinics, see if they are in need of help. If not, post on Facebook. My goodness, I, I know here in Phoenix, we are taking donations for cloth face masks at the hospitals and clinics and are so grateful for anyone that can volunteer to help to do that. So find something that you can support if you are able. And if you are not able, please ask for help. There are so many people that are willing to help and we don't know who we can help if you don't speak out. So I know I've seen wonderful Facebook community groups popping up um, where people who are in need, who are quarantined and can't get out are able to post and ask for help to you know, bring them groceries or bring them their medications or volunteer to donate things. So please put your side, put your pride aside and ask for help if you need it, because I know that there are so many of us out there that would love to help someone in this time of need. So these are a few of the ideas that I came up with. This is by no means all inclusive. There are so many other things that you can do, but just some thoughts of how you can stay productive, active, focus your energy on something that you can be really proud of at the end of this. Um, please share your ideas if you have other things that you are doing right now while you're on uh, you know, social distancing or self-quarantine um, to keep yourself engaged and active and productive to get through this time as best as you can. And um, please, if you have not already joined our Facebook group, the Fiscal Fitness Money Facebook group is a great place for you to come hang out, ask questions. We are trying to post timely updates on anything that's happening financially related to the COVID-19 outbreak, any resources that are available to help you financially or just to help you in life in general to be productive during this time. Um, we're posting, you know, discounted and free resources out there as well. And we are also doing some free Q&A community calls every Monday at 5.30 p.m. Arizona time where you can hop on to Zoom. The link is shared on our Facebook page and within the Fiscal Fitness Facebook group. But we are going to be bringing different topics to you, things to help you during this time, and just open it up for Q&A. So if you have questions or things that are weighing on your mind or questioning whether you should do something or not, this is a place where you can talk to Kelsa and I and ask those questions and we will do our very best to help you. Um, this is the one way that we know that we can absolutely give back to the community, to the world at this time that everyone is really stressed out and worried and feeling very uncertain. The one thing that we do very, very well is help you financially and help you to plan ahead and how to be prepared and give you some, you know, sound reasoning and voice of calm during this time of chaos. So please hop onto the calls or if you don't need it, please share with others who might need that support and might need someone that they can ask questions to. We really want to do all that we can to help ease everyone's worries and fears to the best of our ability. So, all right, guys, that's all for this call today. And um, yeah, I look forward to talking to you guys on the next episode. Bye. If you would like more information about how we can help you take the stress out of money with one-on-one -on -one financial coaching, please check out our website, www.fiscalfitnessphx.com. And please join our private Facebook group by going to facebook.com slash groups slash fiscal fitness money. 
And if you have a passion for personal finance and are interested in helping others take the stress out of money by becoming a financial coach, check out our financial coach training program at www.financialcoachacademy.com and join our free Facebook group by searching Facebook for Financial Coaches Unite. We'll see you on the next episode of the Fiscal Fitness Podcast, where we'll help the world take the stress out of money.